Well, it is another new year. It is 2020, and we are back. We are fucking back. It's time for another episode of Hellhounds of Horror. Um, as always, I'm David, joined by Al, John. We got a decent one here for you today. Well, actually, it's not decent. It's going to be really, really good because we're going to talk about all the horror movies in 2019. So there were so many um, that came out this year, some great, some not so great, but we'll definitely dive into it in this episode of the podcast. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am doing fantastic. So how do y'all feel about jumping back into it, getting back in gear and, you know, jumping into the podcast and let's fucking kill 2020, right? Well, uh, it's nice to be back. It's been a while since, I don't know about y'all, but done any type of video recording audio recording it's been a while had a whole maybe a couple of months since we've done anything um a lot of family time going on with the holidays and it feels good to be back with the boys and getting ready for some horror talk for sure i'm really excited about this one about you john fuck yeah man like i'm, I'm the same I've, I've not really done anything for the last few months um i think we all just kind of had a bit of a not shitty end to like 2019, <laughs> but it just was it just was a rough patch for all three of us. So it's it's actually really good to to get back into it, and it, it gives us something to kind of take our mind off of things and just fucking chat, man. Like that's the that's the best part of all of this. 2019 was a complete shit show for me. 2020 has <laughs> started out to a very fucking rocky 2020, but I'm very hopeful because we're only halfway through January. So, I mean, we still got the whole year to go. So, I'm hopeful <laughs> things will get better here down the road. But, yeah, I mean, fucking 2019. Fuck 2019. I'm going to say that right now. Fuck 2019. Fuck 2019. De- definitely fuck their movies for sure. Fuck, man. 2019, I, I before we even jump into top three, top five, best, worst, whatever the case is, there were so many bad movies in 2019. Like, I, I'm i hoping the 2020 is a little bit better. There's a couple hopeful ones coming in 2020. So, yeah, horror sucked in 2019. <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, it, it, it did, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll, was, I'll, I'll admit there, there's a couple of good ones out there. You know, I've, I've got a couple here in my best of, of 2019, but there are a lot of bad ones. Yeah. It was a very diverse year. There was a, a quite a number of remakes that came out, um, reinventions. Um, twenty eighteen was a good year for for horror. Um, was the little uh, the little dumbass little brother that just won't shut the fuck up. You, know, <laughs> you have to slap them around a little. No shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say this right now. As as I've said it before in the past, I'm a CGI horror. Right? I like CGI shit when it's it's needed. Right. Right. I, I'm telling anybody that listens to this podcast, if you're ever going to consider making a movie in the horror genre, please use less CGI. I mean, let's let's be more realistic. Let's take it back to the 80s and 90s where there were more props and, you know, more practical effects and shit like that. Because some of this shit CGI that they used for some of these movies was complete fucking shit. I, I, I completely agree with that also. But before I start talking about the... Uh... My opinions before we get into our lists. Um, you want to tell us, uh, tell everybody about the interview coming up, John? I'm so glad you asked there, Al. Coincidentally, next week, or on the 25th of January, we're going to be uh, interviewing David Howard Thornton. We're going to be chatting Terrifier 2. Uh, he was our first ever interview that mm-hmm. we did on Hellhounds of Horror. So it's, it's kind of like a full circle thing where we have him back on the show, and it's going to be great to chat with him again and kind of get some insider knowledge on the uh the old terrifier 2 see what's happening with that so that's gonna be a lot of fun i'm, I'm really fucking excited for that yeah it's been a while since we have we've had an interview but as a lot of people know we had a youtube channel or we still have it kind of and it's multiple interviews on there you can go check it out and uh yeah i'm, I'm super excited about this one too because and uh, you know terrifier just exploded all over the fucking place and uh <laughs> so <laughs> I would literally expect, literally i would expect the second one to do just the same, if not better. So I can't wait to talk to him about it, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, my nipples are definitely hard for next mm. week. Mm. <laughs> my butt puckered. Uh-huh. You know it. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. This time around, it'll be straight podcast. It won't be a video this time. It'll just be audio. So, um, yeah. you know, it's kind of good. It's kind of like we're redoing it. But, you know, this time it's it's all audio. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. We're, 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 more, we're more seasoned, you know, than we were. Yeah, very, very, uh, we were very uh, bland. You know, 
I, I need to go back and watch that because I want to go see how we interview him and, and, you know, react to things then versus now, you know, over a year later. Oh, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Also as well with uh, with that one, it's actually our most viewed video on our channel as well. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. That's fucking yeah. badass, right? Yeah. Well, because so... at the time that fucking, uh, that movie had taken off so, um, so quick and, you know, that was one of the guys in the in the horror genre that, you know, played a clown that was, you know, scary compared to it because it was, you know, so nostalgic to people in the 90s. If you saw it as a kid, it scared the shit out of you. But as an adult, this guy was kind of, you know, out there. He's creepy as shit. Um, I want to say, if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, did we interview him before the movie dropped? Uh, no, I think we interviewed him afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, w- it was like right when it came out and, it, you know, people yeah. were starting to catch wind of it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, it it was close to when it came out because um, shortly after that, it just expl- he just exploded on uh, everyone. Con- he was, yeah, he was doing conventions. He was he was asking for our help on convention prices and shit. And then yeah. um, then he was on other podcasts and live shows or whatever. Yeah, man, he was he he blew up after that. So yeah, I think oh. he's coming to, to to Frightmare this year, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. 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 First time. In costume, okay. I believe. Oh, yeah, he's going to do amazing. Oh, people are going to love him, for sure. For sure, man. So, one horror movie that I definitely want to point out, and it it's weird because it wasn't meant to be a horror movie, but it's got the horror-esque vibes to it. And we were talking about it earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all haven't seen it, but I've seen it. But Brightburn was one of those movies where it had the superhero vibes because the kid was practically like Superman, but it was that what if, you know, Superman went the other direction instead of being like the poster boy hero, you know, of the planet, you know, save the day to a fucking crazy ass psychotic child killer. So I, I, it, it, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. man, I unfortunately didn't see it. I wish I did. I believe it came with theaters near me and I just missed out on it. It was very limited in a lot of places. Um, when it, when it came to theaters, so but I heard a lot of really great things about it. Yeah, that's that's one I'm definitely gonna pick up. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, when it came out, I remember I saw a trailer for it, and it was coming out really soon, so I was excited for it. And it dropped, and it was like thirty to forty miles away from my house. I was like, "Whoa, it can't be that fucking good." So I'm just gonna hold off until the red box hits. <laughs> of course. So, so um, sounds like I I missed that opportunity. So uh, I guess I'm gonna pick it up myself. What were some other ones? Uh, Chess play with Mark yeah. Hamill. Pet Cemetery was another one. Pet Cemetery yeah. was another one. Yeah. The the highly anticipated uh, Candy Corn fan funded film that was a uh, supposed to be dropping and it finally yeah. dropped. Yeah, this was uh, this was Al's starting role. That um, <laughs> it, it could have just taken him into the stratosphere and the horror genre and made him a new icon like Freddy Krueger. But you know what happened? They fucking cut his. They cut cut our boy's scene. They ruined his dreams, his hopes, and fucking his opportunity to make it in Hollywood. Well, first ho- of all, he's being. I hope, <laughs> I hope you're fucking happy. I, I heard him cry into his pillow for like two hours about it. It was horrible. God damn. First of all, I was a fucking extra, and <laughs> second of all, I'm sure we'll get into Candy Corn. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. You know, yeah. I got. We'll dig into that. It was a movie, and, I, and it, it came out last year, and I feel like it should be uh, reviewed minimally. So yeah. that's definitely one that came out. Also, uh, the It Chapter Two, and highly anticipated film. We waited two years for that dropped. Also, there were a lot of horror movies, dude. There was scary movies to tell in the dark. Um, there was The Prodigy. There was Jacob's Ooh, Ladder. The Prodigy. There was bro. Crawl yeah. with the Alligators. There was uh, Ready or Not Us. There was a lot of movies in 2019. Another Annabelle. Another Annabelle. Another Annabelle, yes. Um, like, uh, Curse of La Llorona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true, for sure. Um, and you know what? Actually, a lot of good Netflix uh, original horror movies, like Eli. Did you guys see Eli? They are on the come up. Netflix. I did not see that. Netflix is on the fucking rise mm-hmm. with their original movies. There was a, a a foreign movie that came out on Netflix, and, and I think it was still in 2019. And I can't pronounce it because I don't know if it's German or Polish or whatever it is. 
but it's spelled E M E R T I or something like Emeriti oh, or something. Emeriti, yeah. Yes. About the um the old man and the demon and the devil. Yeah, the devil demon that he kept yeah. in the cage and the little boy let it out or the little girl. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a trip, man. That was a tripped out fucking movie. I forgot about that one. Also, another another one that was anticipated was Three from Hell. Rob yeah. Zombie's uh, comeback movie from Devil's Rejects, and we were all curious on how that would have went. Uh, mm-hmm. Another another zombie, zombie land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, there's, sequ- there's Sequels. Um, Happy Death Day to You. That came mm-hmm. out in 2019. Um, yeah. Like you said, three from hell. Um, us, us dropped. Us, yeah. Um, dropped the a light... fucking bomb on everybody with that one. Yeah, man. Um, there, there was uh, Midsummer and the Lighthouse, which yeah. uh, for both of those directors, their first movie was so so good that the sequels were well, not sequels. Sorry, the uh, follow up was going to be highly anticipated. So those were big movies that came out last year. Um, some other ones, uh, Ma, so uh, Blumhouse had a really big yeah. year last year. Yes. Um, following Halloween, so they had uh, Ma. Did you guys hear a countdown? I haven't no. seen that one. I never saw it either. Um, Ready or Not. Ready or Not, that was a huge one. Uh, Doctor Sleep came out last year. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard a lot about Little Monsters, which also had Lupita Nyong'o in it, who was in Us. Ooh. I never saw it, but I heard a lot of people talk about it. I had a I had a little crush on that girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought she was very very pretty. She's very pretty. Um, Haunt. Um, some lesser known ones. Um, Critters Attack. Yeah. No shit, I forgot yeah, about that. That came out last year. Cheeseball. Uh, yeah, Satanic Panic. I don't know I if you guys uh, saw. I never saw it either, but um, that was uh, that was like an indie one that did well. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. This was like a block, not blockbuster, but like there was a lot of big names in it. Okay. Um, like Adam Driver and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, CM Punk was in The Girl on the Third Floor. He was so, inside the girl. He was inside the girl on the third floor. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is there is there video proof of this? Is it going to end uh, up on Pornhub? Yeah, it's probably already there, man. Honestly. <laughs> nice. CM Punk with Girl on the Third Floor. <laughs> Best in the world on the third floor. Best in the sack. So I got a question for y'all, and probably all the viewers too. Okay, before we get into our lists and shit, do y'all think 2018 had a better year with, uh, you know, it had Halloween, Hereditary, all these other films? Do you think it had a better year than this than pre- this previous year just passed? Honestly, between 2012 to current, it's been kind of 50-50 or less when it comes to horror on, on what's... We might get four or five good ones a year, maybe... 10 with you know underground movies but it's been okay. pretty much shit for the last decade that's my personal opinion but you know i mean there have been some good ones in the last 10 years but there's been a lot of shitty ones quite a number of shitty ones over the past oh yeah the past decade and now we, we funny you mentioned that David, we're now sort of getting into the new decade that's that over with so now 2020 is the uh the sort of kickoff to the next decade in horror so that's something we can sort of chat about in the end david we, uh, David Al, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we decided, um, we're going to do a sort of top three, our personal top three, our personal top three best and worst of okay. 2019. Then we can sort of discuss that a bit further, elaborate, um, get some nice debate going. Because I think that we're going to have a bunch of debate, not debating, but like <laughs> differences. So that's yeah. going to be, uh, that's going to be fun. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah D- David Al, what one of you guys want to go first? I'll go ahead and jump in first. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do the uh, best and worst 2019 top three. So for my best for 2019, I'm gonna go with Three from Hell as the first one. Um, although it it pretty much wrote off Sid Haig because his health issues, he passed away at the time. Right. Um, it it right. made sense. I I understand because I I saw. The, or I, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast when, when Rob Zombie was on and I was listening to him about the whole thing where, you know, he went to go see how he looked before they started the movie and saw how rapid his health declined. You know, this wasn't going to work for, for him to come back as Captain Spaulding. So mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good that, you know, they wrote him off the way they did um, in the beginning of the movie. They added yeah. in the other guy just to kind of pick up the slack and, and be the third person in the movie. But I, I like the story of how 
Um, they went down to Mexico. Um, the guy was he the son of of the uh, of the guy that they killed? I can't remember the the exact how he was related to the to the guy from the Devil's Rejects that they killed. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it was the the son or yeah, I think it was the son of the the guy they killed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um, and uh, coincidentally, well, not coincidentally, but the the son was the guy from um, Sons of Anarchy. Is Emilio? Um, I'm trying to remember um, the last name. It's not Estevez. No, it's not Estevez. <laughs> it's not the mighty duck man himself. Emilio, <laughs> can you can you imagine? Oh my God, can you imagine? Uh, was it Emilio Rivera? Rivera, yeah. okay. So uh, Emilio Rivera, um, Rivera, he came out in Sons of Anarchy. He was the uh, the president of the fucking Mayans. Um, so he mm. comes out in this movie wearing a luchador mask and a white suit at the very end when they have the big shootout. <laughs> and that shit was fun, man, because even Pancho Moller was in there. He played his part, you know, uh, the okay. whole shootout, everybody dying left and right. It, it was fucking crazy. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that, you know that movie. So that's definitely in the top three for me. Um, so on, on the second one, Zombieland 2. So I always like Zombieland 1, Zombieland 2. Um, may have not been as good as the first one, I would say, but still had its you know moments through the movie. But what stuck out for me was a little skit at the end with Bill Murray, you know, because they said he was coming back. I wanted to see in what aspect they were going to put him. So it was just kind of a before the whole breakout happened. You know, zombies are attacking the interview he's having on TV. And he's, you know, fucking killing zombies and things like that. But overall, the movie was was pretty decent. Not as good as the first. Um, but that's why it makes it into my top three. Uh, just because Bill fucking Murray was in the movie for three minutes. <laughs> okay. And then the third one um, is going to be Brightburn. Um, so I talked about that in the beginning why I picked it because it's not one of those average horror movies that had the horror vibes to it. Like I said, because the kid was psychotic. Um, once he found out little by little what his powers were, he was already starting to show signs that he was dark, you know, um, started killing animals and he moved on to people and then, you know, shit hit the fan at the end with the family, um, him killing the dad when they went hunting. And, um, and then the whole thing with the mom at the end where, you know, she was trying to convince him that she still loved him and um, was there for him. But essentially, this kid was just so far gone that he knew what he was capable of and what he could do. And he didn't need anybody. So ended up fucking killing her, too. Fucking little shit. So, uh, unpopular opinion. I haven't seen any of those movies you just named. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I wanted to see Three from Hell, I guess. But the whole uh, like this, the Captain Spaulding said, hey, thing. I guess I I didn't know honestly didn't even know he wasn't he wasn't in it or he, he like I didn't know anything about that film except it was coming out so right. I still gotta watch that it sounds good from what you're saying like is there is the shootout badass at the end like yeah I mean it, it's pretty badass because they kind of go to this little shit town that's kind of like basically like some houses a whorehouse and a bar that's mm-hmm. all the little village consists of maybe a grocery store you know people gotta fucking eat rice and shit to stay alive so. Um, but that was pretty much it, dude. And they, it was kind of like one of those hole in the wall towns out in the middle of nowhere where basically nobody could find you if you're hiding. And you know, it's the next day they partied all fucking night. Everybody's all trashed and asleep. And I think it was Poncho was the first one to wake up and start noticing these guys fucking showed up to, um, you know, kill them all. And everybody was separated because it was, you know, it was a whole night of drinking and fucking and all kinds of shit. So everybody woke up in different rooms in different spots. So when these guys came in, you know, it was shit in the fan from the get go. You know, people were fucking dying. Whores were losing their titties, and you know, <laughs> it, it was all kinds of shit, man. Damn. Okay. That, now I gotta watch it because you just yeah, made it. Yeah. yeah, dude. I, I I highly suggest it at least for you know watching it one time if it didn't hit you, you know, the way the first two movies did. Um, I I definitely suggest to watch it at least one time. So here's my unpopular opinion. I thought Three from Hell was the biggest piece of shit that I've ever watched <laughs> in my entire life. Oh, no. <laughs> I genuinely felt so fucking mad and cheated that it tainted the ending of Devil's Rejects from being so good. It fucking tainted the shit out of it. The trailers, <laughs> the trailers were a lie. It was false advertising. <laughs> 
the trailers looked fucking badass, and then when I watched it, um, I, it was basically just fucking Bill Mosley. Every single line he had was trying to recapture the the magic from the Devil's Rejects, where he did like his big monologue with uh, "I'm the Devil, I'm here to do the Devil's work." Every fucking line he had was like a one liner, yeah, combined, combined into sentences that just was unintelligible. Richard Brake was fucking god awful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a he was a terrible addition to the three of them. Um, Baby was just is is exactly what I thought. Um, she got really psychotic in prison mm-hmm. and just lost her fucking mind. Like Harley Quinn type shit? Like worse than Harley Quinn type shit. Like just killing people for no fucking reason. Yeah. Okay. Very much like, do you know, actually her character in this reminded me of um, Mallory Knox from uh, Natural Born Killers. She uses her sex appeal to lure men into this position. Then she gets mad and just manic and just fucking murders them in a brutal fashion. So um, the only two things I liked in this movie where Pancho Moller, he had a really good performance, honestly. He was he was a good addition. And also the sort of conversation that him and Baby had, where she's reminiscing. She kind of shows a bit of her sort of vulnerable human side, where yeah. she's reminiscing about her brother and uh, Captain Spaulding and how, how much they really meant to her. And unfortunately, because they both passed away, that kind of it kind of moved me a little bit. I did uh, feel something other okay. than rage. But <laughs> honestly, John was going to go refill his popcorn, so he, he kind of just skipped that part. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking honestly, like I thought, and the, the the way that they ended it, I just fucking despised. Tainted the devil's rejects for well, not it didn't ruin the movie for me, but it just it was a cheap sort of cash grab candy corn stunt. Ooh. Jeez, I okay. I can I, I can <laughs> in John's in John's opinion those points in the movie, um the those those were points that I can agree with it that were in the movie that were kind of shit, um but me with with movies and trilogies and sagas and things like that I I'm pretty simple when it comes to those kind of movies because when I start something I like to finish it and come full circle and 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 end it so even if it was a shitty ending. Um, it, it gives me a closure on on a series of movies or, or TV shows, whatever it is that I'm fucking watching. So, like, for instance, for Star Wars, the newest one, there were some people out there that fucking criticized the shit out of it because, right. you know, a lot of things that they expected didn't come out in the movie, but I fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, there were some slow parts, but I enjoyed it because it closes out the entire fucking series. Now, it leaves it open for all those little mini ones to come out, you know, branch off, right. but it it came to a close. The whole fucking nine episodes finally closed out and it was pretty decent. I liked it. I liked it also, by the way. I'm not going to go big into it, but I also liked the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I, I totally agree 100%. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good closure. Um, it was a solid film. It was way better than Force Awakens. Uh, sorry, not Force Awakens. Um, Last Jedi. Yeah, Last Jedi. Last and, Jedi. Even, and even Last Jedi, I mean, as much, you know, as people criticize that one too, I enjoyed it because um, I'm, I'm kind of like a cat or a dog where you can make a few explosions that are going to cater to me. And, you know, it's, it's going to make right. me happy. I'm, I'm very easy to satisfy, you know. Of course. Um, for, for me, for me the, last, the Last Jedi was the three from hell of the, <laughs> yeah. the trilogy, you know. Okay. Okay. But yeah, uh, Break Barney Adam. I never saw that. And um, yeah, I got Zombieland that. either. I never, I never saw that. Um, I enjoyed the first one, and actually was quite looking forward to the the new one. So that's one I'll probably pick up, honestly. Yeah, it was pretty decent. I mean, there were some stupid parts. I mean, but it's a, it's a comedy, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was it's one of those things where they're not probably going to go beyond two, and if they do, I don't know why. Um, so yeah. it's just kind of that closure thing. Yeah, of course. So now it's time to shit on 2019, right? So we're going to go through the top three worst. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and say um, it's going to be a very uh, kind of, you know, I'm going to say it was uh, 
horrible. Y'all are going to say it was great because y'all said it was, you know, uh, decent. Well, at least Al said it was uh, decent. Child's Play. I fucking hated Child's Play. Right. Um, I watched it. It was all right. And then I watched it again and I couldn't help but looking at the fucking uh, the AI and thinking that that's <laughs> not fucking Chucky. Um, yep. So, uh, no, 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 no. It's one of those oh, remakes or reboots that should not have happened. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, second one that should have never happened, and I'm going to tell you why right now, because I fucking fell asleep watching that movie, was Pet Cemetery. That was a complete fucking shit show. <laughs> totally shit. I mean, so much Agreed. fucking CGI in that movie. That's what I'm talking about. Less CGI in 2020 when it comes to horror movies, because that fucking movie sucked. And I fell asleep in the fucking theater. My friend had to fucking elbow me because she heard me fucking snoring in the theater. <laughs> and I snore like a fucking bear. So. Yeah, me uh, too, man. Now, now, I liked it up until everyone turned to a fucking dead zombie family. I was right. like, all right, this That's is a zombie exactly movie. what it started. It started out fine. Okay. And then they got to the zombies, and and that's where, it, it that's where I fell asleep probably. Yeah, right. it got crazy. They're burying each other, and then yeah, it's like fucking eating each other. Then you know, it's like everybody giving everybody herpes and shit. Now everybody had herpes, and they're all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so number three would be the the Netflix movie uh, remake or reboot or whatever you want to call it, uh, Jacob's Ladder. That movie fucking sucked. I didn't even get any horror-ish vibes. Right. The guy, the the black guy that played it, you would see him come out in a lot of movies. He's the he's the black guy with the light colored eyes. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't I can remember. remember. I don't know his fucking name. He was in The Intruder, though. That was another one that came out last year. The Intruder. That one I did not see. I yeah. think it's on Netflix. You know? I think so as well. It's um, either on Netflix or Tubi or Crackle or some shit. Yeah, man. But yeah, he was in, he was in that. I recognize him. I honestly didn't know he had remade Jacob's Ladder until uh, I started looking up sort of what movies came out last year. I didn't realize, and then I checked Netflix, and it's on there. So that that's why you didn't realize because nobody said yeah. anything about it because it sucked that bad. Yeah, man. And there's other movies, in my opinion, beyond that that came out. I I don't know if it was a 2019 or 2020 release, uh, but Doom, the one that came out on on fucking Netflix here recently, yes, that 2020. Was, yeah, it's 2020. Okay, so we'll leave that one out. Um, next year, we'll so, talk about that next year. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that next year. We'll put that on the worst of 2020. Okay. Scary stories to tell in the dark. That really disappointed me. That was another one. I never saw it. Never saw it either. Had it on Redbox, and it sat on my couch for two days. Had to pay an extra fee. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Had to pay an extra fee. I get fucked by Redbox at least mm. twice a month. Fuck. Oh, Crawl was another horrible one, but that's that's going beyond the three for me. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll let y'all go ahead and go. My, oh no, wait, I, yeah, well, I kind of touched on the last one. Um, my honest, honest to God, worst of uh, 2019 was um, fucking three from hell. <laughs> what, a be- what a better disappointment! Like honestly, if I if I paid to see that in the movies, man, I'd have been so pissed, man. I'd have, I'd have did everything in my power to reach out to fucking Rob Zombie get that motherfucker refund my money personally to my PayPal. <laughs> personally to my PayPal. Send his friends and family. <laughs> yep. Another one that I uh, completely despised and thought was a fucking horrible cash grab and a terrible move for Blumhouse was uh, the, the, the sort of in quotation marks remake of Black Christmas. That was one of the fucking worst fucking movies I've ever seen, man. I have not. I, I saw it. I, I, I think I, I recently just seen the poster for it. I was like, damn, that came out? I didn't even know. Yeah, man. That's a Blumhouse one. So they fucking screwed the pooch on that one big time. Um, <laughs> the fucking cast was awful. The subject matter was awful. The ending was awful. Uh, fucking Carl, Carrie Elvis was in it. The guy was in the original Saw and fucking uh, Princess Bride or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was in it, man. Fucking hell. He was a fucking creepy motherfucker. Like, not creepy as in, like, scary. Like, creepy as in, like, a fucking date rapist creepy. Oh, fuck. Blue Panthers, <laughs> right? Okay. And then my 
other worst. Uh, well, I, I mean, there wasn't anything else that really sort of stood out as horrifically bad, but um, I really didn't like the Curse of La Llorona. It was a James Wan situation where they sort of old, um, I think it was Mexican folktale. Yeah. And just fucking butchered it. Butchered the fuck out of it, dude. Like it, it they come, they had some of the folktale in there, but they really missed a lot of it. And, and I'm oh, pretty sure, I'm not sure if David liked it or not, but I don't know for the Hispanic community, fuck it, it no. fucking terrible. The Hispanic community fucking despised it. As right. as a taco loving Hispanic, I was totally <laughs> fucking insulted, dude. Straight I'm, up, oh. this this movie had no beans and rice in it, bro. This shit was yeah. straight up fucking Tex-Mex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up text, Max. It wasn't even tacos. They folded it in the corner and called it a fucking burrito. You know, it was, that was that bad of a movie. Yeah, it was, it was the, the the Chalupa Crunch versus yeah. uh, a fucking taco truck. That's it was ta- it was like out of date Taco Bell when you're craving fucking authentic Mexican cuisine. Yeah, it's when like, you yeah. go to Taco Tuesday at Taco Bell and then you get fucking out of date fucking aged tacos. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're fucking drunk in the club. You go to fucking Taco Bell and you throw up. That's La Llorona right there. That was fucking ass, bro. I'm sorry. James Wan has not had good luck with horror movies the last few. Um, he might consider opening up some ramen restaurants or something because this isn't working out for him. This is not working. It's no, no. Mm-mm. Oh my god, James Wan last year had the fucking craziest year, man. Cause like, what? Did he not do fucking Aquaman? <sighs> did he yeah. do Aquaman? James Wan, yeah. the little fucking. Little and Aquaman medicine. was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked Aquaman. I watched it several times. And then he, it's like Aquaman's shit, like in the ocean, just fucking still, just smelling at ass. He's got a Snickers in the community pool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're in the community pool. Aquaman took a shit. Yep. It's like a chocolate payday coming. And he hits you in the cheek. You're like, oh, what the fuck's that? That's <laughs> yeah. why you're throwing that right there. True oh, story. Okay. That almost happened to me when I was like 10. Some kid shit in the community pool. I thought it was a Snickers. <laughs> it was a fucking peanut covered shit. Jesus. <laughs> Thankfully, that never happened to me at the community pool. But if that would have, like, if Mr. Hankey would have fucking hit my cheek and left the mark, I would have jarred myself. <laughs> I just drive myself there and then. I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I just used to chop it off your face. Yeah, man. Imagine someone trying to lick it off. Oh, then the punishment fits the crime. <laughs> you know, Jeez. now that we're talking about shit, a funny story earlier today. Um, so it's been raining here, you know, the past few days. So the ground is very wet outside in the backyard. Right. Um, so there's five dogs in this fucking house, right? Oh, damn. Mine. So. My sister has two big dogs and a medium-sized dog, and then my mom has her little dog. So when they all go outside, everybody shits in the backyard, right? Well, when shit gets wet, it blends in with the fucking ground. So my dog goes outside, and instead of stepping in mud, he stepped in shit. So before he comes in, I go out there with some paper towels, and I clean off his fucking feet. When I get to the last paw in the back, I got like this gunk of shit between his toes, and it wasn't. Black like the dirt. It was like orangey brown, and the smell of shit just like hit my face. And the fucked up part about it was, is that when I scooped that out, my fingers caught the tail end, of it, so I had dog shit out my fingers. And oh my god, dude, I was fucking gagging. I, uh, I took his ass straight to the shower, dude. <laughs> oh, that's god. fucking incredible. What I can't believe that fucking happened. I had just drove twelve fucking hours. I slept like six. And then I wake up to that fucking bullshit. I had to take my dog a fucking bath. Madder than a motherfucker, dude. Oh, yeah, fucking smelling of shit. And your, inside your fingernails. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> that's probably why when you're biting your nail, it tastes a little funky. Yeah, oh. that's why it tastes oh. like in nature. It tastes like arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> arsenic. That's, some, that's some ASMR for you right there, boy. Yeah. Arsenic and Al- Alpo. And now I'm going to lick the shit from my fingernails. (laughs) 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 Throw the whole finger away. Oh, yeah, man, honestly. Start over. (laughs) Restart, restart. Fucking Deadpool that shit. Yeah, man, I just fucking, Uh, I just bite, I just take the finger off. So that was your, 
So that was your three worst, right? Yep, I started with the shit. Okay. So I put my finger right in the shit first. <laughs> mine was literally though. Literally, mine was figuratively. So now on to my uh my sort of best three, my better three of the year. Honestly, felt there was some good ones that I did watch. I'll give some honourable mentions as well. But the the standout for me was actually Ready or Not. I thought it was a quite quite a unique idea. I uh, went into it with a very open mind. Now that was the one with uh, Margot, whatever her name is, that came out in uh, in uh, Harley Quinn, right? Or, no, uh, Suicide Squad. No, it's um, it's what's her name, uh, Weaver. Weaver, uh, Samara Weaving or something. Hmm. Weaving, yeah, I think it's Samara Weaving. Um, her dad plays, uh, I think it's Elrond in Lord of the Rings. Her, oh, her okay. Uncle, not her dad, her uncle, Hugo Weaving, who played uh, Mr. Smith in The Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, that's her uncle. I thought the same thing. I thought it was her in it and then realized that it was the chick from The Babysitter. Yeah, because I recall coming across the cover for it somewhere. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, it looked very much like her. I actually thought it was like a period drama, like a period piece, like back in the fucking 1800s or whatever, because the way they were dressed. But it just turns out it was like an old traditional wedding. But yeah, it was fucking good, man. The ending was good. It was funny. It was it was timed very well in terms of the funniness or the uh, comedy aspect of it. And I really appreciate when that when that happens, when it's an organic comedy out of a horrifying situation. So that was uh, that was one of my. Uh, my probably my top favorite of last year. Next one was uh the Banana Splits movie, Tra La 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 Terror. So it's like based on the Banana Splits, the old uh, TV show from like the fucking eighties or whatever. Um, but they're this kid. It's this kid's obsessed with them, and everyone thinks he's fucking weird because he likes the Banana Splits. And uh, he gets tickets to go see it for his birthday, and they're they're all robots that malfunction, and they fucking oh, murder shit. shit out of people. So some of these kills are so crazy. There's this couple that's like trying to be like social media influencers, so like it sort of pokes fun at the modern times. They get fucking destroyed. Yeah, it was it was one of those ones that I wasn't too sure of, but then when I saw it, I was very pleasantly surprised, <laughs> and it was so fucking good. Honestly, I, I couldn't recommend it more. And then the other one from 2019, which was another standout for me, was Us. Um, I saw it in yes. the theaters. Yes, Queen. Jordan Peele's follow-up to Get Out. It's, it wasn't as racially motivated as Get Out. A lot of people would have went into Us expecting more so I Get Out, but it was a very um, very unique movie. Oddly enough, I think it got a lot of uh, negative sort of reviews. It wasn't as well-received as Get Out was. Uh, which is understandable. It's um, it was quite predictable. I I get I kind of figured out the ending in some form at the very first sort of scene. Um, there was a lot of nostalgia in it. There was a lot of references to a lot of horror movies like Lost Boys. There was uh, there was VHS tapes in the uh, the the sort of opening scene. It was very nostalgic in that sense, and uh, he sort of let out his influences, which was really cool. And yeah, it was it was just really really good movie. I, I got to see it in theaters. I never got to see Get Out. Some of my uh, sort of honorable mentions. Um, one of them was Eli. That was the Netflix original horror. Uh huh. That was a that was a good one. Haunt was a good one. Haunt was a very good one. That's that's another honorable mention. It was very it was very good. It was cool. The fact that they created a haunt specifically for the movie. Um, just like uh, Damien Maffei was telling us when we uh, when, when we interviewed him, name drop, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Um, that was really shotgun I, I, to the dick, right in the dick. But uh, yeah, like ever since he told me about that, I was actually really excited. It was Eli Roth produced, so yeah, it was good hands. Um, I, I just didn't like the ending. That's why I couldn't put it in my top three. I didn't like the way it ended. I thought it was poor um, for such a good movie. I kind of enjoyed uh, Child's Play. Uh, it wasn't... I went into it not expecting um, the original Child's Play. I really I didn't expect that at all. I expected something different. Um, but there was more elements to it where it would have been a very good movie if it just didn't use the Child's Play name. Yeah. Like if it was its own doll and its own thing, 
it would have been great. They really didn't have to use child's play. Mark Hamill was um, was creepy. I actually felt sorry for Chucky in this, I, I, <laughs> just because, um, like David said, it was the artificial intelligence rather than like a curse of a serial killer. And it's yeah. just all the, all the safety features were turned off by a disgruntled employee in the factory. Like that was just kind of poor. But um, when when he's talking, he takes everything very literal because he doesn't know. So when he hears someone say, "Oh, I wish my dad was dead," he would take it literally and think, "Oh, my program is set to make you happy, and I will do anything to make you happy." Damn. But yeah, it was it was uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, another honorable mention was Ma. From, from I never see that. One. I didn't get to see that one. It was, uh, it was yeah. I I agree. It was it was kind of on the fence. It was a it was um it was a solid Octavia Spencer performance. She's a really good actress. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked what she did. So yeah, yeah, I like how they used her as the crazy person because as as loud as she is, um, she played the role really, really well. Yeah. She has those. She has those eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Pierce your fucking face and look yeah. at you. You're in trouble. I feel bad. For, I bet. I feel bad for her fucking children. She looks at you. You better fucking straighten the fuck up. Mm-hmm. She's like, just oh, just you can eat the salad, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the look. You gonna eat you your fucking. You gonna you gonna eat your greens today. You gonna eat these vegetables. You ain't leaving the table until you do it. I can see it too. Okay. Good list. Yeah, like Red Summer was kind of middle of the road. So I've tried to watch that because it's on Prime right now. I've I've made this mistake multiple times because I always try and find something to watch before I go to sleep and I play this game. If it can catch my attention in 15 minutes or before I can fall asleep, stay awake and I'll watch it. And it's kind of slow in the beginning. Um, so I've attempted to watch it twice and I've fallen asleep twice. So, a, the, I, I guess yeah. I got to stop and watch it, you know, when I got some free time. There's a movie on my list that... uh is very uh I have the same same effect. I feel you. Sure. It's midsummer, yeah. But honestly, David, I would recommend you watch it, but don't watch it before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I make that mistake a lot when I should be watching shit that I've already watched a million times before I go to sleep. Yeah. Right. But it happens that way because yeah. there you you're in that instant where you've watched let's say X Files a million times and you really don't want to go back there, you want to watch something else. But at the same time you're trying to go to sleep. So my mind is so fucked up. So so do this. Okay, imagine this. Middle of the day, you have nothing going on. Dog's asleep. No one's home. Get a blunt. <laughs> you get a blunt. Get some snacks. Pop it in. Then focus. Do you 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 know all that that you described right there, the dog's asleep, nobody's home? I was already thinking at that time I'm watching Pornhub. I'm not watching <laughs> <laughs> David, there's there's fucking in that movie, so you don't need Pornhub. Oh, okay, perfect then. Then um, I will skip it on the next Pornhub. Skip it on my Palm Pilot for tomorrow at four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be a nice little little memento to wake up to. Yeah, give yourself or, a, a yeah. spare two and a half hours. I'll be a little exhausted by the end of the two hours, but I'll make yeah. it happen. All right. Well, I guess we're getting to my list. Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna take John's route. I'm gonna go bad first and good. Um. My the number three, uh, the number three movie I have on my list for the bad is going to be Candy Corn. Um, cool. As a as a lot of us, as all y'all know, is probably listening, and um, I'm sure it's quite a few y'all that know. I'm not gonna get to the drama aspect, but everyone waited for this movie to drop. I'm talking about it, it's been on it's been on edge for two years. Everyone's excited about it. The teaser looks good, and we all got to really see uh. We all got to really see the movie blossom from beginning to end with all the little sneak peeks and people and some friends that were in the film who talked about it a little bit and including myself. I didn't, I didn't really talk about it too much because I was trying to respect the, uh, the act, the director and everything trying to just don't spoil it to no one. And then it dropped. Right. So guys, I fell asleep twice. I, I, I didn't get to finish more than 30 minutes of this movie. 30 minutes. I, uh, I popped it in, sat down with my snacks, bro. And it looks like they were just trying to imitate Halloween or the, I don't want to say imitate it, but they were trying to give you that vibe that like, but it, that vibe of um simpleness, you know, Halloween's a very simple movie. You have a killer with a knife, the mask, the babysitter, you're good. They did, it's, a, it's an epic movie. It's never going to fail Halloween. 
It seems like they try to just do something like that. They try to get make it real simple. Maybe some shitty acting in there because some people do like shitty acting. It kind of yeah. blends in with the film. And yeah, uh, they I guess they mistook shitty acting from you know literal shit acting. Like this movie had very bad <laughs> acting in it. The some of the story plot lingered. There was a lot of dead time. Um, and I'm not saying this just because I extraed in it and I was supposed to be in it a little longer than a half a second. This is more, I'm just literally viewing this for the pod. No feelings towards it. I just didn't fucking like it at all. Nothing about it uh, stood out to me. Um, I was expecting more and I was very disappointed in this movie. What's y'all's take on Candy Corn? <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm not one to listen to everybody shitting on the movie. I talked about it with the Star Wars and the Three from Hell, right? Yeah, right. But when 90 to 95% of people that have watched it have shit on it, then I have no desire to watch the movie because, I mean, I don't want to fucking... I, I, it, it, it has no interest. I mean, if that many people said it was shit, then at that point, you know, I would listen because... I mean, I, I like cheesy movies and and some shitting shitty act into an aspect exactly. but if it's gonna be horrible horrible then it's not gonna engage me or, or get me engaged into it enough to finish out the movie so um yeah. it's it's definitely gone to the bottom of my list of shit to watch right you know like um i'll, I'll give a little insight you know i, I, I paid some money to be a, to be an uh an extra not as much as some of my friends that that were there with me at, at the hotel and on the acting grounds, um, that paid thousands. I'm talking about a, cu- a couple thousand or more to be an extra in this film on certain aspects, and oh, they were in it, if not less than me, and I spent wow. way less to be in an uh, extra. So, um, aside from that, the movie just sucked in general. But there's just like little tidbits that get me kind of like you know, a little on the edge. You know, it, they, it was it was a hipster ass It was like a hipster fucking shit ball dude like i just didn't fuck with it and then i went on imdb i went on fucking rotten tomatoes they didn't like it either mm-hmm. and they can you know whoever's listening can be like oh they never like anything you shut your fucking mouth this movie sucked ass bro so <laughs> yeah. shut oh, your poor mouth i i never saw it either honestly um i was cuties on it i'm not gonna lie um yeah it's not honestly it's not a movie i would pay money to see um i was just gonna wait for it to get on amazon when I don't have to rent it, and yeah. it's not on Amazon here, so yeah, yeah. There's just a lot yeah. of controversy with it, and um, a lot, of, a lot of shit took center stage as opposed to the actual movie itself. It was a kind of bitter disappointment. Um, the uh, the thing, the thing about that was when it, it premiered at like a convention, and everyone that was there obviously loved it. They wanted to go yeah. see it. So it was getting that sort of early buzz because it was running some conventions, but it just sort of died out after that. So yeah, that's uh, Candy Corn, number three. Um, number two, I have Annabelle Comes Home. You know, the first Annabelle movie. Actually, you know what? Out of the out of the three, I really like the second one. Right. Um, the second one just it just they did something to me. You know, it. Uh, I felt like it was better. Had a better story. And the little the little girl that was possessed, she was fucking legitimately creepy. Um, but when it comes to Annabelle Comes Home, I didn't like it very much. Maybe maybe they just kind of um, watered down the doll friend, the doll aspect of the film. Kind of like how the, how the Conjuring's kind of linked in with it a little bit. Right. You know, I guess I'm just tired of the Conjuring Annabelle mix of films, you know. So um, I'm glad they kind of got the nun thing going on. But so, I was really disappointed with that movie because in the <laughs> where she made a small appearance in, I think it was part three of The Conjuring. Part yeah. uh, two. That, two. It was two? Okay. See, Yes. That genuinely scared the shit out of me because oh, it, it yeah. was fucking creepy. But when they fucking made the movie solely based on her, they really dropped the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. That that was um, and you know the nun in the Conjuring too when she when she appeared for that little bit, she reminded me like I felt like she should have been a part of Thirteen Ghosts. She had like the bloody fucking gums. She just had like this really creepy little thing with her. I feel like she would have been a great addition to that. Yeah, Annabelle comes home. Did any of y'all see that? By chance? I didn't. I didn't see it. I. I actually haven't. I watched the uh, second Annabelle for the first time maybe okay. like a few months ago, and I actually haven't seen the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've just seen the um, Annabelle creation, and I enjoyed it. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna think I'm gonna watch Annabelle one and uh, Annabelle comes home. 
I don't. I don't really uh, think much of the uh, Annabelle sort of franchise. So. Okay. So then my last one, my number one bad was definitely Pet Cemetery. Um, I was in Illinois one, and I was pumped to see it. The cat looked cool. The story looked like, of course, it's just a, just a, a, the same movie, except just tweaked a little bit. Uh, they tweaked it quite a bit towards the end. Um, yeah, I, they I, did. I was, I was on board about like pretty much from the beginning to maybe the middle, and then um, and then all of a sudden the daughter they got buried. I want to say it was the daughter. Yep. She just comes out and then she's like talking. You know, Gabe didn't really talk much in the beginning of the original. She came out and she was like, "Let's eat breakfast." You know what I'm saying? She there was like a normal life thing going on. Got his daughter mm-hmm. back. I just wasn't fucking feeling it. You know, um, another big thing in that movie, I have all the respect in the world for John Lithgow. He's played some really good parts in his career. Um, oh, yeah. Come on some good movies. Yeah. But I really think they could have picked somebody better to play the role of, of Judd. Just because that old man was creepy himself, you know. Um, yeah. Just the way his appearance was and things like that. I think they could have picked a better actor to, to play that part, you know. Wow. Okay. Pay for me, I I didn't mind it. Zelda, I was curious to see how she would sort of play into it, and then Victor Pascal, because Victor Pascal is a huge part of the original, and I believe in the book as well. But this one, he wasn't really that big of a part. The guy they got to play him just didn't really do anything for me. It, it was a kind of ballsy move to kind of rather than do Gage, they getting killed. It was the daughter. Which yeah. was interesting. That was that was um, not expected, and uh, she got fucking crushed, man. And the and the original Gage gets fucking hit with that fucking semi truck. This one, it's like a freak accident, and they do it in slow mo, and she gets fucking crushed with the the trailer. That was just kind of like strange. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, like I think this for me personally, the strong performances were the the dad and um, John Lithgow. As, as Judd, honestly, like I thought, I, I don't really, when you, I, I get where David's coming from, but I don't really know who else could play Judd. I've actually been sitting here thinking that this whole time and I, I've, I have nobody. That at that point, I don't think they could have thought of anybody better either. They just kind of went with who they thought could do it the best, not yeah. the one yeah. who could be the one. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think um, John Lithgow did a, did a pretty good job, but the dad, he was he was good. The character of the mother in both the original and in this one, they were just fucking complaining and kind of shit characters. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the end was kind of like a weird twist. But I went to see it in theaters and I came out and I was like, you know what? I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't reinventing the wheel for me, but it was a movie itself. It was it was pretty decent. Okay, so my top three. I'm gonna go bottom up again. Um, I had us as number three. Um, the people from us had the same eye shit going on, like the like the lady from uh, Ma. So some, something about really big fucking eyes and moving weird freaked me the fuck out so much that I had to go to Universal Studios and go to a haunted house. It was it was different. Um, Jordan Peele, he's doing he's on a roll. You know, I know there's a lot been a lot of like racial controversy going on with him. You know, him saying that he won't uh, hi- ever hire any white actors in his movie, you know. Um, Honestly, I mean, that that's totally fine. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't see it as, as, a, as a racist thing. I mean, if, if it's your movie, you're producing it. Right. If right. all you want to hire is, you know, black people and not any other ethnicity, then that's totally fine. I mean, it's your movie. You, you dished out the money. You do whatever you want. So, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't take it personally or anything. I mean... He's been doing pretty well with all the movies, and uh, Candyman is the next one coming out, so I'm excited to see that one. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about that one too. Yeah, it's, I didn't say it was a problem, but def- it, I guess he's doing like the uh, Tyler Perry thing, where he's like sticking with his people type of shit, which is yeah, perfectly fine. You're your own person to do what you want to do. But I know it, it stirred some controversy on that film. And uh, my number two is we talked about it earlier was Child's Play. Um, I wanted to not thinking shit, not thinking nothing. And I enjoyed it. I, I do also agree. I wish they would have named it something different. Even even if they just named it Buddy, fuck it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, it still would have did what it was supposed to do. You know, um, maybe the whole IE shit didn't plan out so well, but I did like us. I like I like the kills. I like the gore. Um, he had a really creepy structure to his face. 
Right. Yeah, the face was fucking weird, honestly. Yeah, and it, it kept it kept me engaged. The face was like, okay, this dude's fucking weird looking. For sure. yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah, it was the IE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. AI. AI, my bad. I, -E. I was kind of like, I, -E. I was like, it sounds like, I was like, is there something in my fucking face? What are they like? Yeah, there's a bit of Snickers on your face. Artificial intelligence. Uh, sorry. Oh, uh, Windows Sekis. Um, and uh, so yeah, Child's Play, I dug it, man. And um, my number one is, of course, it's going to be It Chapter Two. Um, a little more biased when it comes to the Pennywise ordeal. I was we were, we were wait. I, I know I was waiting for the, the second part to come out. And I was curious because they said they were going to explain where he came from, his his origin, and they actually explained that. You know, the kills were solid. He was good. The actors looked just like the fucking boys and the girl when they were kids. They kind of like married each other. Well, it looks like they, they actually looked like the kids when they were grown up. Right. Um. You know, I fucking love. I loved. I, I even got the motherfucker tattooed behind my damn ear. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really liked it. Chapter two. Mm -hmm. And the ending, like, I forgot what movie you said, John, where it was kind of giving, it was making you a little sad. Well, one of the things was uh, with Child's Play, I, I, I kind of felt sorry for him. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> Yeah, I felt sorry for Pennywise when they like were taking his heart. He was trying to like stop them. Something was like, damn, right. This is it. Like, there's not gonna be. He's ever gonna be in the movie again. Like, this is fucking it right here. So for sure, yeah, that's my my definite number one. And it and it actually broke uh, this year's box office in horror movies for the year. Yep. So it mm -hmm. it did something right. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's my list. Honestly, like it chapter two was was a very good movie. It was. I don't think it pales in comparison to the uh, it chapter one. Okay. That was, I think, that was more well-rounded than it Chapter Two, but it was, yeah, it was fantastic. If if you want to hear sort of more detailed thoughts on our it Chapter Two, then go check out our uh, our review of that. <laughs> Thanks, we plugged in all the episodes. So, um, so as we're getting towards here, um, the the end of the podcast. Um, before we, you know, close it out. Um, what is one movie that you're expecting to see in 2020 that you know that you're looking forward to? There's there's a few that I'm quite um quite excited for. I actually saw The Grudge already. That's a, the sort of first 2020 horror movie. wasn't too bad, honestly. Um, it was a pretty decent movie. Some of the other ones, uh, I'm actually quite curious on The Invisible Man. That's actually the one I'm actually looking forward to watching. Hell yeah. The one that's kind of caught in my eye that that I'm looking forward to um, is the is it the New Mutants that's coming out? Yeah. Um, so that one I, I like it because it's you know people with superpowers but stuck in an asylum or hospital where it's haunted or possessed or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. and shit's just hitting the fan. It's like you know how do you fight that? You've got these superpowers. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting for sure. Yeah, good so cast. That's, that one I'm looking forward to, and of course, um, although it's non non horror, I mean related, it's got ghosts and everything. Ghostbusters is coming okay. out in the summer, so yeah. um, that I'm definitely looking forward to as a yeah, Ghostbusters man. fan. What's that one? Um, I saw the trailer for it recently. It starts with an M. Sharp teeth, red eyes at the end. Looks like a vampire kind of. Morbius. 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 Yeah. I'm not sure if that's horror. I don't know how, is there's comic book related that I'm curious as shit on that one. Not yeah, on. yeah, I saw the trailer for that recently. Did um, y'all see that um, somebody put out the deleted scene from the first Blade movie with Wesley Snipes, where at the very end they they hinted Morbius? Because um, at the very end of the movie, he leaves the building and he comes out on the rooftop with the girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in the deleted scene or or scene that they cut out altogether, somebody posted it on YouTube. It's like a shit quality, but you can still get the gist of it. And it shows a person standing on the top of the building looking down at him. And he kind of like grabs his sword, like he's got to go fuck him up too, and that's where it cuts out. Ooh. But they were hinting Morbius at the end of Blade One. Right. Nice. Mind you, they came out like fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Ninety-eight. Apparently. Some yeah, I, I think like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Blade, man. Ooh, I gotta go back and watch the first one now. Shit. Hell but yeah. there are definitely some some good <clears throat> ones coming out for twenty twenty to look out for. Um. And we'll see how 2020 goes all together because, you know, 2020 has got to make up a lot for 2019. That was some shit in 2019. Massive. Massively. I agree. Yeah. Right under the fingernails. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, some some other ones are uh, actually coming out that I'm quite excited for are um, the turning. You guys have saw the trailer for that. It's got uh, the kid from Stranger Things. I don't think I've seen yeah. that trailer. I think I've heard of it. But... Yeah, yeah, looks good. Um, they're bringing out a new Saw this year again with oh, uh, with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, and they actually filmed it in Toronto, um, and it's uh, Darren uh, Bozeman who actually directed, I think, Saw two and three, the good ones. Yeah, <laughs> um, Candyman, obviously. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, they're bringing that's... out a new Perch. Uh, lost me after the second one. <laughs> yeah, The Conjuring uh, Three: The Devil Made Me Do It, which is one of the worst uh, movie titles I think has ever occurred. Um, still, I want to see it. The <laughs> title, I still want to see it. Yeah, man. Um, well, so we got Halloween Kills. Uh, yeah, the anticipated sequel to 2018's Halloween. That might be the blockbuster for the year. Potentially, Probably. the people identify with the slasher films, let alone Michael Myers. So, yeah, unless they come out with three from hell too. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you label it Baby's Reckoning. Baby's Reckoning. We also have uh, Escape Room Two. That's going to okay. be coming out soon. I still got to watch the first one. Definitely some shit to look forward to in 2020. I'm sure they're going to have other ones that we haven't come across yet. So hopeful for 2020 to see what comes out and what happens. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Fuck yeah. We have some uh, we have some questions actually oh, as well, have some questions. which is uh, which is going to be fun. Okay, so um, so our friend Cheerlicious, she asked, uh, "What's our best and worst horror movie uh, in 2019, and what movies are we looking forward to?" So we we just answered your question there, Brittany. But uh, oh, for sure. But yeah, if you want to let us know what your uh, best and worst and what you're looking forward to, then definitely let us know. Hello, Chira. What up? For the horror den, uh, Michael Viegas, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he asks uh, the most surprising horror film from 2019. Surprise. The most surprising one. Um, I guess good or bad. Like you were surprised it was so bad that you were surprised it was really good. <laughs> so I, I expected Pet Cemetery to be bad, but not shit bad. So that was right. Okay. okay. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah, that, that was definitely the one for me. Um, mine the uh, candy corn for sure. I thought that would, would be. A, <laughs> I thought that would have been really good. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. That that one really uh really um soiled my my underwear. So. <laughs> uh, my surprise for uh 2019 was how fucking long it chapter two was. Okay, that, <laughs> that, that was what surprised me. That caught me by surprise, honestly. That shit was long as fuck. <laughs> um, we have uh Serena Bobinas. Uh, she asks, "What 2019 movie disappointed you? That Three from Hell, uh, fucking Candy Corn, fuck that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Candy Corn, man. Yeah, it was fucking bad, bro. And then uh, we also have from our good friend Leah Ferry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She asks, uh, "Did you already talk about Midsummer already? If not, what did you think about it? Honestly, I thought it was middle of the road for me. Uh, Midsummer was." There was a, a huge lull in the middle. The, the the beginning and the end were very good, but there's a big lull in the middle that I couldn't really let slide. So okay, uh, it was a, a dead end for me. Not not someone in the middle of the road. Um, I didn't like it very much. So there's right. That. I promise I'll get to it one of these days, and I'll leave like a brief review on my social media. So um, yeah. okay, I promise I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, because we um we we reviewed um in summer as part of the creepy channel crawls. So. Um, David, David never watched it then either. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so he's busted. Yeah. Um, there you go. And then our good friend uh, Victoria, Victoria Beckin, uh, she asked, "What upcoming horror movie you're looking forward to seeing?" Again, that's one we uh, sort of talked about as well. So personally, for me, uh, Candyman, and also as well, there's going to be a third the, uh, collection or collector movie called The Collected. Okay. I'm quite interested in that. Yeah, that, one, that one's going to be good too, I feel like. I just hope it's not a letdown like fucking candy corn. You know, I know I know that uh, people don't like <laughs> eating candy corn. It, it's the taste. If whoever don't like candy corn, it's the taste. That, that's what the movie tastes like. Fucking candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I quite like candy corn. So I, I like too. I, I like the honey the... taste. Yeah. I I can tolerate it to about ten or twelve pieces, and then I quit. 
because you've been diarrhea and everything. Probably. Or my diabetes <laughs> went through the roof. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's us for um, for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for sort of sticking by us and keeping in contact with us while we kind of took this uh, sort of little hiatus just to sort of situate ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I think 20, 2020 is going to be a really good year for all three of us. You can feel it in my loins. You can feel um, it in my ball sack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My neck and my crack, too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Al, do you have any parting words? Uh, Not much, man. Just thank you for everyone sticking around. Look for us on our social medias, and uh, I'm sure we'll keep you all updated with the next and upcoming shows. Yeah, man. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at Hellhounds of Horror. We're going to be on there. We haven't been as active, but again, that's that's what 2020 is all about. So Yeah, uh, we're coming back. We're on the comeback. We're coming back. We're coming back from hell. We're, we're not the three from hell. We're the fucking hellhounds of horror. Mm. Boom. Boom. I can't Bam. wait. I can't wait to see other comebacks because of our comeback. It's going to be exciting. We love all of y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace out, guys. Peace. We'll catch your asses down the road. And remember, you know where you can always find us deep in the pits of hell. <laughs>